Hey everybody, Whitney here with the Women Waken podcast, bringing you the third episode of a three-part series with my friend Kayla Van Egdom talking about feminine sexuality. On the last two episodes, we talked about a woman's relationship with sex and women stepping into their sexual power. And on this, the third and final episode, we're talking about women experiencing pleasure. It's a long history of women repressing their power, their emotions, their truth, their feelings, because it hasn't always been safe for a very long time for women to bring those things to the surface. So we all often keep them concealed and pushed down. So Kayla and I talk about how can women get in touch with their pleasure? How can they celebrate their pleasure? (laughs) How can they explore how they experience optimal pleasure? What does that mean for them? It's different for everybody, what really piques their sexual interest and stimulation. And it can be through experimenting with a partner or experimenting with your own body. So Kayla and I get into that on this episode which actually can kind of help us move Kayla into our next segment, which is um, experiencing pleasure, women experiencing pleasure in sex, which we've always already touched on, but I want to kind of sort of streamline it a little more into that direction, right? Which is, you know, as I spoke of earlier, the levels of sexual pleasure that women can experience is huge, you know? And men, men and women, because even men, but men can have tantric experiences, right? There's all this stuff now about like, um, when they, what's it called when they don't ejaculate, it's like they orgasm without ejaculating. There's a term for it. I don't think it's semen retention. I think that's different. I think that's when, when men are trying to like build testosterone and they just like don't jerk off or something. <laughs> but do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I've heard of it, but I can't think of the name of it. Like the, the official term off the top of my head. Okay. No problem. But it's just, all I'm saying is there, there is like heightened degrees of sexual experiences that people can have. And, but yes. if women can't step into their power, which is the last step, it's going to be hard to get to any of those. So to start us off, Kayla, what are some of like, if you're open to sharing some of your peak sexual experiences with pleasure and how did you get there? Like what were some of the main, the key components that had to be present in order for that to happen? Or did it happen like early in your sexual life or did it happen later? Like when did you find that? You think of two off the top of my head and one was a bit of this misuse of power and also very situational. So there was this one guy in my early 20s and I was so attracted to him and um, just like the hormones were raging and I wanted in his pants so badly. And he was been on the flaky side so we would make plans he would blow me off over and over and it it became this like oh i'm gonna get him one of these days <laughs> and finally he ended up at my house one night uh i was also this was back when i was doing drugs so i was pretty high on ecstasy that probably had something to, mm. to do with it but <laughs> that that situation was like super pleasurable both from the well this finally happened and there's this huge buildup yeah. And I imagine like it was partially chemically induced. Like in that stage of my life, that was like a peak. I've had a much better peak since then. Yeah. And that's been with my now partner. And there's been so many, but I can think of one where, as I mentioned before, I almost always need like vibration electricity to have an orgasm. And there was one time where we were having sex and 
This is another thing that really helps me is I was in a period where I was taking super good care of myself. Mm. I was really consistent in like my eating habits, my workout habits. I was very in my body and happy being there. And also just really turned on my him because he's just so sexy. And I actually had an orgasm without any type of toys or anything like from penetration. It's like, oh, this never happens. This is incredible. So that would be another one, just that experience of being fully connected to the person, fully in my body and fully in that place where I felt good in my body because of the healthy habits I was taking as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like optimal performance level. You're optimizing your body and that's in tune because I mean, it's a whole body experience, right? It's definitely not limited. Again, it's not limited to the sacral. There's whole, you know, basically like... Uh, you know, schools of thought around like how you can have whole body orgasms and how sex has nothing has like, is a very, the sexual organs are like a very minimal part of sex, you know, which is what, true. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, let's see which part. <laughs> which, uh, when have you kind of felt like at your peak in terms of sexuality? Yeah. Well, I would say kind of, you know, tying back to what I spoke about in the last episode is that when I've been with a partner, like actually in a relationship, knowing that they fully wanted to commit to me, were there, I mm-hmm. am able to be so much more relaxed and not, again, not being so much in my head. And that's when I can just sort of like open up and feel, you know, most comfortable. And, you know, because when I'm with somebody where we're still in the dating phase and we've already been, we've already had sex. So I'm doing that, you know, that thing where, I'm no longer asking, do I want to be with them? I'm just asking, do they want to be with me? Which I think is a common thing for women. We kind of, after we engage sexually, it's like, okay. And like, do, will you choose me? Even if I don't even know if I like you that much, I still want to like, I want you to pick me. I still want you to want me, you know? And Mm -hmm. that for me really taints sex. It makes it really hard for me to be present and open and available. I'm just stuck in my head. And I'm just thinking about like, you know, is this going to contribute towards them thinking I'm enough, you know, worthy of dating, of being with. And that's not a fun place to be for me when I'm having sex. (laughs) Cause then I feel like I'm trying too hard. Right. Like, and it's kind of like we talked like in the first episode, which is, you know, I've always felt like a very sexual person. I've loved to like feel sexy and like exude sex and feel like that vixen in a, in a confident way. Right. But then to me, there's also the side of me that's like a, you know, the tantalizer who like wants to see how much I can like get from somebody. Does that make sense? Like, okay, I can, if I'm this sexy, then I can like make you think I'm good enough or whatever. Whereas like when it just is kind of natural, it's just sort of like this rhythm almost like a rhythm of sex sexuality where it's like, I feel in my essence right now. So when I'm in my essence is when I have had the best sexual experiences. And with that, you know, I've most more recently, I dated someone where we had great sexual chemistry and, you know, they really wanted to be committed and I was trying to figure it out. But just that knowing that they were like, I would be with you if you decide that, like it just, cause I have a lot of insecurity around that, that I'm, you know, because of my history and my past, it's like, I'm, I'm not good enough for somebody. That's why I don't have a relationship. So it just like, it just melts away that insecurity. And I can, I, I don't question constantly during sex about like, is, or is this good enough? Is this, you know, whatever. And I can just be present. And it, it really does like open up the channels of energy in your body. 
where I can, like I was saying, it's like you start to feel like different cylinders of pleasure opening up. Even just through penetration, it's like, wow, it feels like something's building, obviously towards like climax. But even beyond that, I feel like I'm like feeling this sexual energy like up and through all my chakras, which again is something that people talk about, the full body orgasm, that it's like not mm-hmm. something that just happens like that one little like burst in from your clitoris. It's like this whole energy thing. And that's what I got to felt with this, feel with this person is this, it was, I literally, one time I felt like they were like inside of me. Like I could feel their essence within me, not just like literally like their dicks inside me, but I was like, oh my God, I feel their energy up like through my whole body. And I was like, this is crazy. And like, what a connection. And and I, I, it was pleasurable, not just physically, but emotionally. Like I burst into Mm -hmm. tears after, which is like not something that I would normally do. Like I'm not like a sex crier (laughs) really often, but it was just like so powerful because it was like an emotional orgasm too. It was like, wow, to bring it to like the more woo spiritual concepts, because that's what I'm all about. When two people have sex, you're literally exchanging your energies. You're becoming one which is we all walk around this world and we our ultimate desire is to go back to the whole, right? The, that's the, like the spiritual concept, like everything is all one. But here in physicality, we experience ourselves as like different beings. But when you have that sort of heightened level of pleasure and intimacy, like you kind of merge into the other person <laughs> and you're like, what is going on? Why do I feel this, this whole energy storm? And it's because you are literally creating this melded energy that's such a heightened experience. So <laughs> that's my most pleasurable. But aside from that, I also just like playing around with different things. I, there's so many different nerve endings. Even if you're not getting to the heightened tantric levels, you got to, I love like exploring different things, you know, different regions, different parts. And it doesn't even have to be genitalia. I go crazy if someone like kisses different parts of my arm. And that's also Tantra is just by like kissing and licking different parts. If you take time to not go straight to like the penetration and just work each other's bodies, you can bring each other to climax just through that. And that is like pretty incredible. So, and but again, I think that this comes from being in your power. You know, that's when you're really going to have that heightened experience of pleasure and being able to enjoy it. And not feel that sort of experience of this is painful, but I'm not going to say anything like this isn't what I really wanted, but I guess I'll go along with it. You get in your power and then you explore pleasure together can skyrocket into the atmosphere of of orgasmic pleasure, which one thing you were going to hit on Kayla was orgasmic manifestation. If you could, we could close with that. Because I think that, um, as we mentioned, sexual power is not just the power that happens during sexual intercourse. It's the creative energy within all of us. It's that excited, like, ooh, I, this feels enticing. This feels good. So can you tell us about orgasmic manifesting? Yes. So this was something I stumbled across in 2017. And it was life-changing because at that time, I was very much in my masculine. And I thought you had to work really hard and do all the things to be successful. And this other train of thought that I learned from my mentor, who was Lorianne King, if anyone wants to check her out, was as women, we do not need to effort to that crazy degree. And we're actually often doing ourselves this disservice. So what orgasmic manifesting is, is it's a woman connecting to her pleasure connecting to her sexual energy, which as you mentioned, is also her creative energy. Mm-hmm. And it's calling in her desires while building sexual energy and while actually having an orgasm. And I signed up for this program and without even starting it, 
I suddenly got an unexpected check in the mail days later for like $3,500. Yeah. And and that would have been cool. It was from the, the universe. It was from like the U.S. government, weirdly <laughs> enough. That's a whole other story. But I was like, but they taxed you on it. Okay. Actually, like the time it helped me because I was paying off debt. It turned out they weren't actually supposed to give me that money and I had to pay it all back. Oh, but at the time, it helped me pay off my debt. And by the time I had to pay it back, I had all this money in savings and I had, oh. I'm like, I had a feeling I wasn't supposed to get that money anyway. So I'm glad I've cleared it up and can return them the money that yeah. is not rightfully mine. It helped me out in the interim. But that was just like one example. And when I really started to go deep into these practices of building sexual energy, calling in money and calling in all these different things became so easeful. Whereas before I would have been like hustling and grindling, grindling, grinding. <laughs> sure. Grindling. <laughs> Even with my current partner, like I went back to these practices and I'm like, I want to call in him or something better because I never felt this way about anybody before. Mm. And I know you're, it's not helpful to like over attach to one specific thing. So I told myself, I want it to be him or someone who inspires the same level of emotion and affection and admiration that he does. And it turned out to be him, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. So you feel like that was orgasmic manifestation when you, when that check came to you? I think it was possibly, I hadn't started the practices yet, but what I also know is that sometimes when I'm afraid to make those types of investments, and I think I've heard this happens to a lot of people and we go ahead and we make that investment into our growth, into our spirituality, whatever it might be, the universe gives us these little things that show us you're on the right track. That was an aligned move and you're going in the right direction. And that's what it felt like at that point. A hundred percent. Those little indications are so wonderful and so important to note. You know, that's why I, so I have brothers who are very much like not into that kind of thing. Like they're not into spiritual stuff. So every time something happens and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, did you guys see that? Like that was such a divine guidance. And they're like, yeah, no, that was just a leaf that fell from the tree. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. Anyway, it's just, it's just so frustrating because I, I really do believe there's so many little signs and symbols that you are going the right way. I even had um, a few months ago when I was on my road trip, I was like at this point where I was getting frustrated about like, what's my next step going to be and what's the right choice to make? And I literally found a fortune on the ground. I'm obsessed with fortunes and fortune cookies. Like there, I feel like that's the way that the universe connects with me. And it, it said, you're headed in the right direction. And I was like, Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. Whatever choice I make, it'll work out fine because I'm in the general right direction. So just to note that, that I think for anyone listening, keep your eye out for those signs that are showing you. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And I love that you have your special little thing and that's what it came to you. And for me, it's, I'll be thinking of a certain idea or I'll be having a thought about something. And then I'll hear it go somewhere like verbally from someone else. And I'm like, that's what I was thinking about. And you either confirmed or provided contrast for that thing I was contemplating, which is so cool to look for those signs from the universe. Yes. So cool. And this is relevant to what we're saying and orgasmic manifesting, because I feel like if you practice, you know, manifestation practice or orgasmic manifestation, you have to be open to what it's produced. If you just expect it to like, boo, just poof right in front of you, 
you might be disappointed, but you have to stay open mm-hmm. to like the little ways that things will manifest, right? So, because what I'm getting, Kayla, from what you're saying is that orgasmic manifesting is basically a heightened way to, to put your intention out, right? Because is that true? Is that accurate? Way to put your intention out. And it's also utilizing a woman's very special power, which is her sexual power, yeah. to almost supercharge her intentions. Yes, that's supercharged. Yeah. Yes. And, and cause it is, I mean, orgasm is a, is an amazing phenomenon, you know? I mean, it's literally like this heightened point of stimulation that just like erupts. It's like an explosion. It's wild, but it is like the buildup of something. And then this, like the highest level of energy that we can produce at one point. Right. So it's important to, to harness those powers. And, you know, there, I think there's something about, you know, the feminine orgasm in particular, because when men orgasm, it it sort of depletes their energy in a lot of ways because they're only given so many shots, right? They just like they're one shot and done. But women, it can, like we talked about, can build and like multiply. You can be multiply or orgasmic. And so it's like, it's not, you know, drained energy. It's like almost builds energy. And one time I, I was meditating, I even like got this big message of there needs to be more female orgasm. And I was like, what? Like what? And it's because what you just, it's because it can, it's like the heightened scent of manifestation. It's like this heightened power that you get, right? When you're in that climactic zone, which if you practice Tantra, like you can get to that level and stay at that level. Men as well, you know, they can find a place where they're just, you're rather than, let's say that uh, orgasm is like a peak energy rather than exploding, you can just bring it back around and let it just start churn. So you're like literally like this manifesting orgasmic churner. <laughs> And can put yes. it out. So, which is awesome. And then it's just a matter of what do you want to do with that energy? What do you wish to manifest? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and this makes me wonder, Kayla, would you say that women can do this on their own through masturbation? Can you organically yeah. manifest through masturbation? Yes. And that's a big thing that Lori and King teaches is how to call in your desires while actually masturbating. That's that's a huge proponent of what she teaches in addition to all the building sexual energy practices. And her theory there is that the best way to manifest is when we are physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually aligned. And when are we all four of those things? When we have an orgasm. Oh, okay. Yeah, if we're if we're in like in our power, right? And feeling safe. That's another thing I don't know if we mentioned that during like you know, the being in your power and and it ties to pleasure as well as if you don't feel safe and comfortable, and I'm not talking like just not feeling like you're being coerced, but just feel safe in someone else's energy, right? Mm -hmm. Feel comfortable, feel held, you know, feel protected. That's when we're really going to be able to just, you know, melt into pleasure, right? And melt into all four sectors that you just mentioned. You said spiritual mentally, physically, what else was there? One more emotionally. Emotionally, Yes. Yes. Those four, when those all kind of meld together, you're literally, uh, the, uh, essentially the energy of the universe. That's how the universe creates is when it on all four levels aligned. And that's when something is produced. You know, they say that thoughts become words, become things, right. Mm -hmm. And it's like that same process of creation that once, if you are aligned, if you believe in what you say and what you speak, 
then it will be. Right? Yeah. And I love that you explicitly brought up safety. I felt it was definitely implied when you were talking about when you feel you're in your power, because yeah. it was always when you were with partners who you knew they were committed for the long term, which created that safety. But thank you so much for explicitly mentioning it, because I think that is such a core component of being in our sexual power. Yes. And then with that point in mind and your guys with manifestation in mind, I want, and talking about pleasure, let's talk about masturbating and how wonderful of a tool that can be for women to feel safe and comfortable with sex and their bodies and to feel how, find out how they feel pleasured. Right. Mm -hmm. Because one is I, you know, maybe less as I get older, but especially like in my twenties and you know what, still now, a lot of my friends aren't comfortable talking about masturbation. When I talk about it, they'll kind of be like, Oh, Oh yeah. Okay. That's okay. You're going to go there. All right. Um, or they're like, yeah, I've never really, I don't really do that. And I'm not knocking that. Like, again, if, if it's not your something that you're interested in like exploring, then it's totally your prerogative. But if you feel this kind of calling of like, I'd love to know like what I really like. And I'd love to like kind of explore what's down there and, you know, and how to feel comfortable with touching myself, with being touched, all of that. Then masturbation is a great way to start because mm-hmm. hopefully you can feel safe in your own presence, you know, and you can do things like light a candle, like put on music that you like, like things that make you feel like you're literally just celebrating and exploring the magnificence that is your body and the female genitalia. Like good grief. That thing literally is like, a portal to the universe. It's what delivers life (laughs) to the world. Like it's an amazing thing we have between our legs. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So I think it's worth exploring and checking out, like getting some toys or just using your hands, you know, getting old school with it. Mm -hmm. And just what is, what did, where do you like being touched? Where do you, where it feels good even, and not even doesn't have to just be down there. It's again, like the same way as you know, getting intimate and tantric with your partner is what what parts of your body are sensitive, like where feels good, where feels like sensual and sensitive and just kind of like exploring that so that even before you enter the bedroom with another person, you have an idea of like, oh, I can't wait to ask them to try this. Or I can't wait to tell them that I love this kind of stimulation. Or if we use this toy, it really helps me reach climax. And it's going to be such an exciting experience to bring into this connection. Yes. I remember I was talking to a coworker once, this was years ago, and we were talking about masturbating actually. And she said, well, I don't know about you, but I'm the best I've ever had. And I remember (laughs) thinking like, yeah, me too at the time. And I think that's so important for a woman to be the best she's ever had first. So like you said, she knows what she wants and then she can communicate that with her partner. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. So then, yeah, you find you reach like peak point with yourself and then you can reach peak with your partner, you know, and then the more that you feel safe exploring yourself, the more you're going to feel safe having your partner explore where you can literally like guide them and be like, do this and go down there. And I like this, that, and the other thing, this is my, you know, favorite and can we focus on this? And as we said, most people will say, awesome. Yes. Great. I love that. You know what you want and what you like, and I can't wait to help you out with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. All right, Kayla. Well, I feel like we've kind of delved in pretty far into pleasure. And mm-hmm. is there, what could we wrap up with now that this is our series coming to an end on feminine sexuality? So do you have mm-hmm. any final message combining women's relationship with sex? 
women stepping into their sexual power and women fully experiencing pleasure. Mm. I think I'd love to leave women with permission, permission to like whatever they like without judgment, permission to be almost a student of themselves and get to know themselves better and not make themselves wrong for anything that comes up because we all are so different this way. And just because you're really into stuff that your besties aren't into doesn't mean that they're wrong or you're wrong. You're just different. Yes. Fantastic. I love that. And I love that we've been able to speak to this and bring it to light. Cause as we said in the beginning, this is such a big topic and we could go on and on about this. I would love for any women listening to email or ask us any follow-up questions. Maybe we can do another series sometimes Kayla, or we can definitely respond um, via email or messages and we're definitely looking for suggestions for future topics as to, you know, podcasters. We're always looking for what do people want to talk about? And I know that we all want to talk, often want to talk about sex. So yeah, please uh, message us. And if I had to have a last message, um, I think it would be, again, to know that nothing that we've said is can apply to everybody, that sex is such a unique experience and it's so vast that I think that there's a place for everyone to fall into and that it's okay to not have that much interest. That's totally fine. But as I said, if you feel this interest, there are so many different outlets and resources to explore, you know, to find how you can find your own rhythm and appreciation for sex, even if it's not actual intimacy, like actual or not actual penetrative sex. Cause I've actually worked with clients who are like, I've realized that I just don't like the actual act of sex. I like a lot of different other things around it, but I don't like sex. And that's fine. But again, mm-hmm. we we put in our society, we put sex in such a small box about what it is. It's what you see when you turn on a porno, but that's not it. You know, there's a lot of different ways to be intimate and sexual with someone that doesn't have to be that. So I would say like kind of expand your view, expand your horizon with sex and see if you might have something that interests you. Definitely. Awesome. All right, Kayla. Well, this has been fantastic. I can't wait for our next collaboration. Thank you so much. You are very welcome. I was happy to be on again. All right, Kayla. Well, we will, uh, if anybody reaches out, we'll answer some, some questions, maybe a follow-up episode to answer questions if we get them, but otherwise I'll see you on the next one. That wraps up our beautiful conversation with our wonderful guests. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Waken podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with others and come back for more. If anything you heard resonates, leave a review or send me an email at Whitney at womenwaken.com and check out the website, womenwaken.com. Have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your light shine and keep an eye out for your special gifts and magic.